1: Today is Sunday, March twenty first, 2021. On this day in 1994, a sheep herder discovered the body of 17 year old Sandra Phillips near Flora Vista, New Mexico. Six weeks prior, she went into town to apply for jobs and never came home. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. This episode includes discussions of sexual assault and murder. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the murder of Sandra Phillips. Let's go back to Flora Vista, New Mexico, that March day in 1994. A local shepherd shielded his eyes from the blazing sun as he tried to wrangle his sheep. It was a daily routine he wouldn't mind foregoing once in a while. The herd often led him down an access road that opened up to a nearby oil field. He tried to cut them off and reroute them back to pasture, but something caught his eye. Under the shade of a nearby tree, he spotted another person, but instinctively, he knew it wasn't someone napping. He approached warily, a sense of dread overcoming him as he neared the body. It was a young woman. Her shirt was pulled up, revealing her bra. She was missing a shoe. Her pants and underwear had been removed from one of her legs. Her red hair was tangled in knots and a length of rope hung around her neck. Her discolored flesh suggested she'd been dead for some time. Police identified her as 17-year-old Sandra Phillips, who'd been missing for nearly six weeks. She was last seen alive on February 7, 1994. Around 12.40 p.m., she phoned her mother, Darlene, to let her know she was heading into town. She planned to apply for jobs, maybe purchase a new vacuum. Sometime before 1.30 p.m., a neighbor spotted Sandra walking alone on a busy road. She appeared to be headed toward a market, less than a mile from her house. Other witnesses interacted with Sandra that day as well. She paid her water bill at a local administrative office and filled out an application at a bar and grill. From there, she allegedly tried to hitch a ride to the nearby town of Aztec. This is when she met 33-year-old Timothy Allen, who spotted Sandra on the roadside and pulled over in his white pickup. He asked where she was headed and offered her a ride. Allen said they spoke about his marital problems. Sandra sympathized with Allen, who asked if she'd wanna get a beer after she wrapped up the job search. But according to one witness account, he also said that Sandra grew upset with him during that ride she insisted he drop her back at the convenience store she visited earlier allegedly alan complied he bought her soda and candy and apologized for upsetting her when sandra didn't come home that night darlene phoned the police but she vanished without a trace Sandra's autopsy confirmed police suspicions that she was sexually assaulted. The cause of death was strangulation, the rope around her neck being the murder weapon. Fortunately, a few witnesses recognized the rope due to its unique design. As will surprise no one, it belonged to Timothy Allen. Coming up, Allen meets a fitting fate. Hi, listeners. It's Vanessa from Parcast. When you think of a criminal, do you picture a killer, a gangster, a thief? I bet you didn't think it could be the little old lady down the street who murdered her tenants. Every Wednesday on my series, Female Criminals, meet the unlikeliest of felons, mothers, neighbors, and unsuspecting lovers with a penchant for dangerous behavior. Discover the psychology and motives behind their disturbing crimes and find out where their story stands today. But that's not all. Airing right now on Female Criminals is our special five-part look at the world's most infamous femme fatales, women who were deceptive and deadly, but not always the villain. Catch these episodes and more by following the Spotify original from Parcast, Female Criminals. New episodes premiere weekly. Listen free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to the story. On March 21, 1994, 17 year old Sandra Phillips was found dead near an access road in Flora Vista, New Mexico. She was last seen with 33 year old Timothy Allen, who claimed to have given her a ride to the next town over. Days after Sandra went missing, Alan dropped hints about his involvement with her disappearance. He told an off-duty deputy that he saw Sandra at the convenience store the day she went missing. Alan also had a daily planner. Sandra Phillips' name was written in red ink on the date she vanished. Months went by, yet Alan wasn't brought in for questioning. But that summer, Alan told his wife that he was having an affair with another woman. And like most cheaters, he claimed he tried to leave, but his mistress was crazy. She threatened to call the cops if he left her, so he killed her in self-defense. Of course, this was nonsensical, but logic wasn't Alan's strong suit. That fall, Alan's wife finally reported her husband to the police. This led to his arrest on December 29, 1994. While doing time at San Juan County Detention Center, Allen boasted about murdering Sandra Phillips. He told his lawyer that he regretted leaving the rope at the scene of the crime. Allen told another prisoner that instead of taking Sandra to the convenience store, like he first told the police, he took her to the desolate hills just outside Flora Vista. Allen claimed that Sandra tried to seduce him, and he used the rope for some kind of role play. Allen said that while they were having sex, Sandra went limp and collapsed. Her murder was completely accidental. Allen went before a jury in December 1995, but even his own mother, Wanda Lindbergh, testified against him. She told the jury that in the past, her son killed a cat, pushed his sister down a flight of stairs, and punched her in the stomach during a pregnancy. According to the Albuquerque Journal, Lindbergh claimed that capital punishment would keep her son from hurting someone else. The jury heeded her advice and found Allen guilty of first-degree murder, kidnapping, and attempted rape. Timothy Allen was given the death penalty. But Allen's legal team appealed the sentence. They raised issues over evidence, arguments that begged the question, and the disproportionality of the death sentence. Since the appeals process can take years, Allen remained on death row for more than a decade. Then, in 2009, the unthinkable happened. New Mexico abolished capital punishment entirely. However, the repeal wasn't applicable to cases decided prior to its effective date. Timothy Allen would remain on death row until 2019, when he became one of the last two inmates in the state to have his death sentence reduced. Now, he'll spend the rest of his life in prison. It's likely that Alan will die behind bars, but as of 2019, his legal team was still filing appeals to set him free. As long as Alan is fighting, Sandra Phillips' family cannot get the closure they deserve. Instead, this monster keeps taking time and energy from everyone he's affected. Perhaps in this case, Mama really does know best. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from ParCast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from ParCast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Katovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Lori Gottlieb, with writing assistance by Aaron Lan, and fact-checking by Bennett Logan. I'm Vanessa Richardson.